This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with Certified Financial Planner, David Chudik, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Why, hello everybody. This is Certified Financial Planner, David Chudik, and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast. And on the Weekly Wealth Podcast, we talk about the mindsets, we talk about the tactics, and we talk about the strategies that can help you to build and maintain wealth. So as we are recording this episode, it is just before April 1st, and the typical uh, tax filing deadline, as you know, is normally April 15th. Well, last year was uh, 2020, and 2020 was, well, let's just say 2020. So the tax deadline was pushed way back until July uh, to file for the 2019 return. And this year in 2021, the deadline to file your 2020 tax return has been pushed back another month to May 15th. So I thought that this would be a good time to do a little bit of a primer and uh, just go over some of the different aspects of the different types of IRAs because uh, there's still time to make some contributions uh, and have them characterized for your 2020 tax year. So first, let's talk about the two main types of IRAs. There's the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA. And in a traditional IRA, the main benefit is that you can deduct your contributions. So what that means is if you uh, if you put $1,000 in your IRA, and the IRA is really just the container that holds your investment, but if you put, uh, put $1,000 into your IRA, it basically lowers your taxable income by $1,000. The other type of IRA is the Roth IRA. In a Roth IRA, your, your, your contributions are not deductible, so it doesn't help you on your tax, uh, tax burden right now, but the difference is your contributions will come out tax-free uh, once you t- start taking your money out. So a lot of people refer to uh, kind of the analogy on the Roth IRA is that you are paying taxes on the seeds. So um, you're, you're using after-tax money to contribute, but then on your harvest, you are having a tax-free harvest. So if you believe that your tax rate or tax rates in general are going to be higher when you need to start taking distributions from your IRA, the, and those are the contributors that feel like a Roth IRA is a good idea for them. So looking at some of the eligibility uh, requirements for contributing to a traditional IRA, you really need to have had taxable compensation in the year. And prior to January 1st of 2020, you were unable to contribute if you were age 70 and a half or older, but that's no longer the case. Uh, for a Roth IRA, you can contribute at any age as long as you had some taxable uh, compensation and your modified adjusted gross income is under certain levels. So you can get to a point where you make too much money and you are not able to make contributions to a Roth IRA. So let's talk a little bit about that. So if you're married and filing jointly and your MAG, your adjusted gross income is less than $196,000, you can make the full contributions. 
um, between 196,000 and 206,000 for married filing jointly. There's a, a reduced amount, and there's a formula for figuring that out. And then if you're making over $200,000 for your married filing jointly adjusted gross income, then you cannot make uh, Roth IRA contributions. Single head, single uh, head of household or married filing separately, uh, up to $124,000 you can make contributions up to the maximum, which would be 6000 for under 50 uh, years old or $7,000 for 50 years old or older. And if you make between $124,000 and $139,000, you have a uh, reduced amount that you can contribute. Oftentimes, your tax preparer can do kind of a mock return, a mock tax return, and say, hey, if you don't max out your traditional IRA contributions, here's what your tax liability will be. But if you do max out or, or put whatever amount that you can afford into a traditional IRA, for 2020, uh, here's what your tax liability will be. So the moral of the story is talk to your tax preparer or talk to your financial advisor to see if making a contribution to your 2020 IRA is in your best interest or um, kind of decide what you think about the Roth IRA, the after-tax contributions that will come out tax-free in the later years. Many individuals, many professionals, many advisors, and many in the financial industry, and I happen to be one of them, believe that tax rates are at historical lows and they probably will never be as low as they are now, at least anytime in the future. So that's why uh, that, that makes the argument for a Roth IRA, right? So if you can pay tax at a historically low rate on money, and then invest it and then have it uh, distributed tax-free later on at uh, what you believe is going to be a much, much higher tax rate, doesn't that make sense? So that's kind of the talking point there. It's not quite that simple. There are other factors involved. But um, again, talk to your financial advisor, talk to your tax professional to see if that makes sense for you. Now, if you remember, you are uh, able to contribute to a Roth IRA at any age um, as long as you had some taxable compensation. So let's say a teenager has some taxable income. Well, guess what? They can contribute to a Roth IRA and they can be building up tax deferred money uh, that will come out tax free. And that will be just such a huge blessings on their life um, as the magic of compounding interest helps their, account, their accounts to grow over, over the decades. So that's a brief overview of the IRA rules and guidelines. I know we covered this from a 30,000 foot level, but I didn't want to get too complicated because this really is something that uh, kind of depends on your own personal situation, some different beliefs, and some things that you have going on with your income levels. So if you have any interest in discussing your situation a little bit more in depth, email me at david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. Or you can go to my calendar link, which is www.calendly.com slash davidpf. And the PF stands for Parallel Financial. And we can set up a time. We can talk just a little bit about your situation and decide if it makes sense to uh, proceed any further. So with that being said, I wish you a great week. And um, let us know if you have any questions. Thank you and God bless.
The information contained herein, including but not limited to research, market valuations, calculations, estimates, and other material obtained from Parallel Financial and other sources are believed to be reliable. However, Parallel Financial does not warrant its accuracy or completedness. The materials are provided for informational purposes only. It should not be used or construed as an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security. Past performance is not indicative of future results.